Hello and welcome to Brewskies and Housekeys. My name is Nicole Kostelecki. And I'm Nick Papantanakis. And we are here with Remax Alliance in Old Town, Arvada. And we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? Uh, I'm Phil Shell, managing broker of the office. So I make sure that these two stay in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil, when we talk about um, seasoned agents around us that give us advice, Sometimes we're referring to Phil Shell because uh, he is has been in the business for five years, six years. Time is about twelve. Four, four. Is it actually forty-seven? Forty-seven years in real estate. Phil has seen some things. Well, I'm one of the very rare uh, brokers in the marketplace that actually got my license when I was three. Perfect. Yes, that makes complete sense. Yeah. So you're. Yep. That adds up completely. Yeah. If I look at the birth certificate, yeah. that's true. Um, he gives us all the advice, so it's great. He does, and we're we're grateful for him. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say it in front of him because it makes him blush, but we are um, we are much better agents because he's he's here for us. Um, and his seasoned uh, time that he has had in real estate is going to come into play for today's episode, which we'll get to because today's episode is a special spooky episode, um, which we'll get to our topic here in a, in a moment. But first and foremost. We've got some things coming up. How's how's yes. the week been? Let's talk about Well, it. Halloween's coming. Halloween is coming. Yes, and we have Trick or Treat Street coming up. We so do. We mentioned that, I think, on the last podcast. But, yes, so it'll be Saturday, uh, October 29th, and it starts at 5. Is it Saturday? 28. I think it's Friday, the 28th. Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yep, okay. that's okay. That's Friday. I think it's still fine because if they come down okay, on Saturday, sorry. they might still be left over candy. <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is a fun time down in Old Town, Arvada. As we said last week, hundreds, maybe thousands of people come down to the streets down here. And it's just really cool to see all the costumes. It's it's a lot of fun. Good for your little monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then also, I guess that would make Halloween on Monday. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, go out and get your candy twice. There you go. Yes. I don't know, I don't know if that's a thing, but. Yeah, I think we're going to do a, going to have a little neighborhood Halloween party. So with some adult beverages, jello shots for the adults trick-or-treating with their kiddos and some candy for the kids. Just don't mix those up, I guess. Don't give for kid jello to the kids. No, no, they don't get jello. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Philip. Philip who? Philip McCandy. Oh, (laughs) man. Oh, oh. can't write these it's just that's too much what's your joke uh let's see i'm blanking on it now. oh why did the two ghosts go to the pub i don't for know. all the booze <laughs> yeah that's i'm putting in a wow thank you we'll that in because there was no laughter i'm sorry we can't even supplement laughter there that's not even it's there. funny it is funny uh, it is. It's, it's just more of a like Head shaker. <laughs> yeah, you can boo that one. I like Nicole's joke. It's not Halloween. Related, okay, no, it's, it's probably not. the best joke I've heard. In a long it's time. funny. All right, how do you catch a polar bear? I don't. By its toe. Nope, not by its toe. So what you do is you cut a hole in the ice, and you line the hole with peas. And when a polar bear goes to take a pea, you kick him in the ice hole. <laughs> Here's here's why that's fun. Here's why, here's why that's fun. Because A, she's told us this joke before, and I still laugh every time. But second of all, is how much she laughs at her own joke. I mean, I, so, I do laugh at my own jokes. Uh, more entertaining. 
And that's why we keep coming back because Nicole laughs at her own jokes. Yeah, well, someone's got to make me laugh. That, you're darn right. <laughs> Funniest person you know, right? Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking. We yes. are continuing Sober October. I'm actually it. kind of excited to be done with Sober October. You, But you've done well. And you've earned, <laughs> you've earned whatever you can make November into. I don't know what rhymes with November, but... Um, it's not sober. It's no shame. No remember November. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> that's way, way better than sober October. I like that one. <laughs> Nico's also our marketing guy. Have I told you guys that? He's got the tagline. So this beer that we're drinking today is called um, Wellbeing Brewing. Is the yeah. the company? They're out of St. Louis, Missouri, and. I, I think I might have said this last week. This might be the best one I think we've had in the non-alcoholic I think series. so, too, actually. It's very flavorful, which is nice. So we're drink, I'm drinking the Intentional IPA. And, I mean, it has a lot of good IPA hops and flavor to it. Yeah, and it's, we talked about the mouthfeel on some of them. This one does have the beer, the beer essence to it, I think, which yeah. is kind of good. So, And then, Phil, what are you drinking? I am drinking the uh, Amber and uh, Dark Amber. And uh, I, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell that's a non-alcoholic beer. My yeah. brain, actually, yeah. I'm starting to get a little loopy. I think the, the, <laughs> the placebo effect yeah. is happening. Exactly. So we'll wheel you out of here. It'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like... Where's this bottle, Donna? So St. Okay. Louis, Missouri, The it's called Wellbeing Brewing by O'Fallon Brewery um, mm-hmm. in St. Louis. And I read their story. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Um, the guy who started it with his wife, he um, had dropped alcohol a long time prior and he said you know i was used to drinking na beers but the na beer scene didn't elevate when craft beer started getting really popular it just kind of stayed the same and he didn't he's like why so he they did something about it and um they have a, apparently more than a few options i looked at their website they've got quite a few different uh types of beer so i like their tagline too it is award-winning craft brews <laughs> with the alcohol gently removed there you go well so, i haven't seen very many like amber no, so that's kind of it's a nice little different different beer. Yeah, I'm a fan. Well done, well being. <laughs> I like it. So let's get yes. into the topic today. Let's do. We have a fun one. I think this is Halloween fun. themed, and it is called House Hunters. And right there, Nico's going to insert some spooky. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, maybe I don't know. I'll smile. That works. Very good. It counts. So uh, we we definitely know that there are, you know, all different kinds of experiences out there for in the world of real estate. And uh, one of the main reasons we wanted Phil to come join us today was because he's probably seen some unusual things, we'll say. And so we definitely wanted to hear some of those fun stories. And and I think you know, there's there's funny ones, there's serious ones, you know, that that are you know, eh, not as not as maybe much fun to talk about. They all kind of have lessons, though, which I think is nice. Well, we'll start with the serious one. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a young couple, uh, first-time homebuyers, excited, um, and uh, they're getting ready for the closing, and uh, they get an email from the title company giving them new clo- new uh, wiring instructions that they uh, were excited and followed, and uh, they were putting $50,000 down was all the money in the world to them and they put the $50,000 in the wire and they sent off the wire and they went to the closing but the wire wasn't at the closing and so they began to investigate and what had happened is 
that a scammer had sent them false wire instructions and they sent the $50,000 to the scammer. And unfortunately it had happened a couple days prior. So there was no way to track and get it back. And uh, it, it gets more tragic because the poor buyer couldn't close because they didn't have any money. Therefore they defaulted on the contract and the seller kept their earnest money. So, oh my goodness. You know, they like kept their earnest money too? Well, it's well just, I get it. They were out, so they were literally out every penny. Oh my gosh. Like every, every, every that is penny. so sad. Yeah, so that was just very, very sad. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the uh, ending of the story was that we, uh, the insurance got involved and they tracked back whose email got hacked. And that's whose liability insurance uh, helped to try to make those people whole. So um, I don't think it was a totally horrible ending, but it was certainly horrible during the process. The level of stress. Yeah. I mean, I can't even fathom that. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it tears at your gut a little bit because, you you know, as agents, we're, our goal is to be the, the resource, be the advocate right. for them all the way through the process. And it just beats you up to hear something like that happening to people that you, you want to help. You know? Well, and, you know, uh, losing the earnest money on top of it was really, really challenging because you just don't want to do that. And we were representing the buyer, so we weren't the ones advising the seller. But unfortunately, the seller had moved out. They were across the country yeah. and, and uh, really put a hardship on them. So I kind of understood their position as sure. well. So. Yeah. Then the lesson there is, I mean, we, we, we talk about this a lot you yes. know, in, in our sales meetings. And, and it's just kind of a constant in front of us, which is really important. But that wire fraud piece is very real. And that a title company will never do that. They'll never email wiring instructions. Is that correct? I don't see that happening. They want uh, communication and uh, discussion about here's the wire, here's the here's the instruction. Um, if you get a an email with new, hey, by the way, this is the new wiring instructions, that probably is a scam. Right. And you absolutely want to question it. We had another one where there was a $250,000 uh, uh, wire that had been sent that was also fraudulent. Uh, in that particular case, uh, we involved the FBI and the bank very quickly. They were able to trace the money that it had ended up in the state of Washington at a bank in Washington. So it was an interim bank before it went across the Pacific to wherever the scammers were. And they were able to get it and get it back. So that, that one had a happy ending. But Gosh. this is very, very uh, prevalent, unfortunately, in the marketplace. And uh, it's, it's scary. So we just got to make sure the communication is good. And, and that we're talking to the right people to get the to get the information. Yeah, yeah always call the title company before you wire anything, or bring a cashier's and, check. And I wouldn't use the phone number that's in the email. I no. would probably you know use the one that's from the title company. Yeah, yeah, or call your agent. Make sure you're calling exactly. the right people. Yeah, yes. yeah, that, that trust is has got to be there. No, I wish this had some alcohol. I know. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I'm glad we had a serious one because now I. There's one that you've told before that I just can't wait for everyone else it's to hear. A very good one. Um, with also first time home buyers, wasn't it? The uh, <clears throat> yes, yeah. The, uh, yeah, reasonably young couple, and we were out uh, looking, and uh, this is a number of years ago, and uh, uh, looking at uh, starter homes, you know, entry level homes. Sure. And so one particular home that we went to, uh, we knocked on the door, rang the doorbell, no answer, opened the lockbox, went inside looked around the main floor, chatting the whole time, you know, we weren't trying to uh, keep ourselves quiet or anything. So we went downstairs and looked through the family room and so forth. And there was some bedrooms back in the corner and we walked back in the bedroom and 
there was a couple of teenagers that I, I believe they were wrestling uh, in the bed because the uh, <laughs> the covers were popping around like crazy and there was a lot of grunts and moans going on there. Yeah, oh yeah. And um, yep. it was kind of incredible. And so we just kind of backed out of the room and closed the door. And, you know, I don't think they ever, they were so intense in their <laughs> wrestling, they never knew we were even in there. Just very focused, yeah. very focused on, on, the, on whatever the, it might have been that they were doing. Yes. Um, championship <laughs> yeah just you know it's and it's it's important to constantly train i think is the lesson there you know you gotta always be nice. practicing and training <clears throat> something words that any of us could live by really um but that homeowner is to this day <laughs> we chuckle about that story. <laughs> i mean did they the, get the house the, no they didn't buy it <laughs> <laughs> they felt that had some kind of an aura about it maybe we'll go to another house yes. maybe never we'll know. do that what I like is that, that actually right over here. <laughs> oh man! What I like is that they were uninterrupted, like unfazed. Uh, it, it was astonishing to me because there was no. If they knew we were there, they were intentionally ignoring us. But I don't think they had a clue we were even there. I think they were so focused on that wrestling match that they just uh, weren't weren't paying any attention. It's that teenage energy, you know. I think so. Something yeah. that there again is. Anyway, um, yeah, so there, you know, there's there's funny stories too. and like showing properties. I feel like you you come across all kinds of things. Yeah, sometimes I don't know you run I, into people. Never, that, I I've haven't never. heard that. <laughs> I've never. No, not quite like that. No, nope. I think I've yeah. had people sleeping in a in a house where I would, you know, where I was showing yeah. it and kind right. of open the door and realize that something. I was like, oh no, wait, nope, don't go never mind. in there. Nope, sorry. Yeah, so always knock. Always ring knock. the doorbell. Announce yourself and make sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I had that at one time. I was previewing properties, and I knocked and rang the doorbell and announced myself, <laughs> and I went in the house. And, uh, you know, you walk into the living room about four steps, and there's a hallway down to the right. And I got to the hallway and turned, and this elderly lady came out of the bathtub, bathroom, stark naked, looked at me, <laughs> and pressed herself right up against the wall. And I'm, oh, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> you know, this is this is back when you call to set the showings, uh -huh. and the agent would call, and, and uh, then they'd call you back and give you the lockbox. Well, clearly, she we either wasn't home when the call came in, or she was in the, in the, shower. In the shower or in the bathtub, so that was kind of fun, too. Oh, my. Oh, Not yeah. as spooky, but kind of like a, a trick instead of a treat. Uh, no. Valid. Yeah. How about that? We'll go there. Um, oh I think that, that one about the wrestling is one of my favorites. We recently had one that was kind of more on the listing agent side. That was one of our agents in our office. I don't remember who it was, and we don't have to name names, obviously, but um, that one was in regards to a listing that had been on the on the market for a while. So that's kind of yeah, pertinent. This is, yes. this is very recent. Yeah. This is within the last 45 days. Um, kind of a lesson for all of us, so it was, it was kind of good in a way. But uh, had a property been on the market for two or three weeks, and it was vacant. And so the agent had received a call on it and went down to show it. And, uh, you know, knocked and opened the door and the agent got there before the buyers did and went into the house and they heard water running. And so they're looking around for the water. They realize it's coming from the bathroom. So they walk down the hall to the bathroom and here comes a naked man, comes out of the battle of the bathroom. Nope. Wraps a towel around himself and says, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, who are you? And he says, well, I'm, I'm friends with Paul. And she says, who's Paul? The owner of the house. There is no Paul that owns the house. So what we had was a homeless squatter that had gotten into the house because it was vacant and because it hadn't been uh, shown on. or any check right. on, 
uh, he had been there for several days. So, um, that was, that's, I mean, yeah. being that agent, that would terrify me. Like, well, no matter who it was. a female agent on top of that. So yeah. yeah. But, I mean, gosh, just that's not what you expect to see, and who knows what kind of person that is, you know? Right. So, yeah. you know, the, and the homeless uh, situation is so pervasive anymore that, uh, you know, if we've got vacant listings, we need to check on them mm-hmm. pretty regularly. And if you own a vacant house somewhere, you need to make sure it gets checked on. Yeah. Yes. Even if it's not you. Yeah. You know, and that's that's definitely, as your agent, that's that's where we can come into play is being, being aware of that. And especially given, like I said, how the market's been, we know average days on market is pushed up towards 30 and beyond 30 days at this point, probably. And right. So it's, yeah, it's definitely different than when they were just flying off the shelves. Yeah. So if your house is sitting on the market, definitely go check on it, especially if it's vacant, obviously. Yeah. Can, um, get, can get a little spooky. That's for yeah. sure. But I mean, here's the deal too, because I know that we probably have you probably have a lot. We may have one or two in our worlds, but I think um, one thing we want to ask is if any of you listeners have experiences, we'll say, from from real estate world, whether it's you know showing homes or whatever it is that might fall in the spooky bucket, I think it'd be fun to have you guys reach out. Comments, maybe comment comments, section on the yeah. on the um, YouTube page, or if you you know write us a little review on Apple Podcasts, you can put it in there and. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram too. Send us an email, so, yeah. Well, up, because I imagine that it's going to light up. I want to hear because we, you know, there's yes. kind of a million of these that Let's are just unusual. So, so that kind of does it for our house haunters episode. Uh, thanks, Phil, for thanks, Phil. coming for to hang me. out. Um, thanks to thanks to Wellbeing Brewery. This is an amazing surprise. Having a, it's always an amazing surprise when you get a a good non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, yes, very it's enjoyable. Tasty. Mm-hmm. And please, we'll put their website in the in the notes so you guys can check them out. Please do. They they ship. Actually, they ship through Amazon. I saw that. Oh, really? You can buy their beer on Amazon. There so, you go. Um, you can do that as well. Um, thanks always to team Nicole, Nico. It's a pleasure hanging out with you guys every single week. And especially you listeners. Thank you guys for listening to all the shenanigans. You know who you are. Uh, if you like, if you haven't yet, go in there, hit that subscribe button, like us. Leave us those comments. Tell us those spooky stories. And uh, we'd love to just keep this train rolling down the track. Merch is coming. I don't know how we're going to get it out to you people. But if you're interested in it, reach out to us. We'll talk to you about it because we we did make a purchase this week. That's pretty exciting. So that's out there. Otherwise, on to the next one. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Cheers. 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 Cheers.